queen of beyond and once again it's definitely a pleasure to be on here with you all and as i said last episode that it was gonna be like a different change of scenery so you see my lovely guest here with me and so to the left i'm gonna let miss shaky start auntie shaky start us off with her introduction hey everyone um my name is auntie shaky the financial matchmaker um, I help people find their perfect sir through stocks, insurance, and real estate. Oh. Hi guys, my name is Deja. I go by Deja Fit on all social media platforms. So I am a social media growth expert, but I'm also a virtual fitness coach. So if you're trying to get in shape, go find me on YouTube at Deja Fit. I got hundreds of YouTube videos already uploaded for y'all ladies. Period poop. Yes. Uh, my name is Lashana West. I'm a business therapist and mindset coach, and I'm also the owner of Pop Up and Create Multi-Purpose Content Creation Studio. I help entrepreneurs pinpoint the mindset blocks that are stopping them from scaling so they can live the life that they truly want to live. Hey, hey, my name is Shira. I am a nurse turned medical staffing agency owner. You can follow me at SheTalkStaffing on Instagram. Okay, well, thank you all again. Thank you, ladies, for coming here. And even our audience, thank you for being a part. Woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, today, we could be off topic, but we're going to be on topic somewhat because we, we have y'all all day. So our first discussion, being in December, you know, the month of stressors for many people, you know, um, family, finances and all those things and I want to discuss mental health with these ladies and just ask them what do they feel and how do they manage their mental health to stay above you know the madness during this season and so I want to start with you Shaky since you to my love okay um it, very interesting uh last week was probably one of the worst weeks I've had all year um <clears throat> excuse me I was just in a really really bad place and um I didn't know why because I'm usually like a really upbeat like just high energy type of person but I realized it was just the weather it was mm. just the weather mm. it rained three days straight wow. and here in Atlanta it was just dark mm. and I realized for me I just needed like light but how I got myself out of it is just community mm -hmm. I have um, a really strong community um, base um, that I'm able to like really talk to talk to and talk through some of the things so um you know just being in that place where i can be vulnerable where i don't always have to show up as auntie shaky i can show up as just being a person that needs help right um and so one of uh my girlfriends she sent me a light um that you can put on and you just sit in the light you know mm -hmm. and it brings you um some joy so that's how i got through that Wow, I love that. And I love how she's saying, sometimes just take it off. Like, you don't always have to show up as maybe who you showing up as social media or this business person or whatever, but give yourself time to be vulnerable and be who you are truly and just take a break from all the outside noise. So, Deja, your experiences? So, just to piggyback off of what Shaky was saying with the weather and how it can dictate how we feel, you guys, seasonal depression is real and is a part of it is due to when it gets colder, we don't get as much vitamin uh, vitamin D. A lot of us are deficient in vitamin D. So something as simple as taking a vitamin D supplement or just sitting out in the sun, getting some natural sunlight will help you a lot with that seasonal depression. But so when it comes to the stressors of the holidays, to be honest, I don't really have a whole lot of stress when it comes to that because I don't have any kids. 
don't have to buy no gifts. I don't really buy gifts for anybody other than my mom and my two little sisters, really, uh, and my dad. So I don't, you know, that don't even stress me out, really. It, it really just be, like you said, like that seasonal depression, the weather changes. The gloomy days. The gloominess. Like, right, it's been gloomy in Atlanta for like a month straight. So that's what gets me. And I just stay active, you know, of course I'm a trainer. So staying active, getting that, getting my daily activity, and then taking my supplements, you know, that really helps me just stay feeling the way I want to feel. I love it. And I love that she did emphasize on vitamin D because I, as a plant-based eater, vegan, um, I literally had my checkup and my vitamin D was low. So he was like, are you feeling depressed or anything? But hey, make sure you get your vitamin D levels checked because if you are feeling down, sometimes it's just a basic health check of, mm -hmm. you know, your vitamin levels and making sure that you stand intact and keeping your, you know, nutrition things right in your body as well. So, Shira? Yes, that's so true with the vitamin D. Um, it's really a real thing and what helps me is just taking that alone time and just recouping meditating and tapping into my inner guidance because sometimes we're so much on the go we don't really think we're just automatically just going 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 so just me taking the step back meditating and just clearing my mind that really helps me um to reset so Okay, so meditation. Another point I want to make right there on the meditation, because I, I want to say I've discussed it on this channel before, but just meditating and just calming your mind, your brain, because sometimes when you're overthinking, meditation helps with that and puts you in a better mood so you can calm your thoughts and just find that inner peace within. For sure. So mental health is like my pride and joy. I'm actually a therapist. Um, and honestly, I think at the end of the year, a lot of people are beating themselves up for what they didn't accomplish prior. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. And so what I've been doing with my clients, my family, myself, is really highlighting what went well in this season so we can get prepared for the next season. And I think a lot of times we create clouds of dust. This didn't happen, I didn't do this, woe is me. Well, what did go well? Mm -hmm. What did you accomplish? And whatever didn't go well, what was the learning opportunity? So I think just really reframing it, because regardless of the holiday at the end of the day, Oh, the new year's coming. Everybody is just trying to go hustle and bustle. But honestly, I've been working to be still and really be fully present instead of multitasking and communicating effectively with my daughter. All of those soft skills that you cannot pay for. So in short, what I've been doing is being fully present and giving myself grace because every single person in here, we've already done some of the hardest things in our lives. And once we acknowledge and accept that, it makes everything else so much lighter. I love yeah. it. And so to add to Miss Lashana, um, being present, I read a book called The Power of Now. I want to say by Eckhart Tolle. And the, that book changed my life to be present in the moment and not to get ahead of myself or be in the past, living in the past about, like she said, whoa, what didn't happen, all that type of things. Like, be present now. Be present in what you can do today mm -hmm. to, you know, start changing the trajectory of your life, you know, and it starts today, not tomorrow not yesterday but today so being present so i love all of you all taking on that and so we're going to move into relationships you all because you know like she said, said, mm. <laughs> you know connecting you know as she said connecting this time of year and things like that whether it be with family or you know your boo you know we got to discuss it as a group of ladies and you know um deja what is your status oh i'm single and Shira, single, single. I'm single. 
Lashana? I'm single. That's <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be shaking here. I am married. I'm okay, married. and how how long have you been married? I've been married for nineteen years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What's your awesome. Right. And I'm a waiting. I, I wanna say that. Like I like to say I'm a waiting. I heard a Yana Vazant say don't say you're single. Say you're awaiting well, your king. I'm so awaiting We're too. awaiting. Okay. Like, yeah. We're awaiting him. We're awaiting king. Okay. <laughs> and so while relationships can be awesome, I want to just ask, how do you go about keeping a balance, you know, when you are in a relationship? And as I stated, for those of us that are awaiting our kings, Huntsie, what do you do to remain hopeful of the journey while, you know, awaiting and having it so made in your life? So we're going to start with Miss. Well, we're going to start with Deja. <laughs> okay, so you said how do we balance it? Yeah, how okay. do you, if you're in a relationship, how do you balance it? When you're in a relationship, if that's mm-hmm. what you want to ask, ask, answer. Or what are you doing to remain hopeful while awaiting the king? That's if you wait waiting on mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> what? Awaiting. Okay. I got you, I got you. I, I, I would say I am awaiting. I'm not out here, like, feverishly searching but I'm waiting for it's he who finds a wife. Yes. I I'm, I'm waiting for him to find me. So, you know, the way that I say I guess hopeful because honestly man, living in Atlanta, y'all, it's it gets very discouraging. Very very discouraging. So, I just try to think I always try to stay optimistic optimistic when it comes to that. When I find myself being really negative in that in that arena, I try to switch my thinking. I, 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 when I meditate, I am meditating and being intentional about the type of man that I want, the type of qualities that I want in a man. And I just try to stay very positive because it's very easy as women, especially, you know, when you're in your thirties and you've been single pretty much your whole life. It's very easy to get really negative when it comes to that. Cause we get up into that age where it's like, all right, you know, what's, what's, what's gotta make something popping on it. Yeah, so, you know, just staying, just staying, try to stay positive and not go into the negative because our words become things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our words definitely become things. The, the law of attraction is very real. And I had to have a really like a self uh, realization about that and really realize why am I attracting these this certain type of men? It's because of the energy that I was putting out. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of your energy and be intentional about who you're looking for. Because if you're not intentional about the qualities you want a man, you're just anybody that come up to you and call you pretty and buy you something, you know, you're gonna be like, oh my God. So he's the one. Yeah, so be intentional about what you want and also about what you don't want. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. So let me clear this up. Single don't mean not dating. Right. Because we could be single, but we can be actively dating. Um, but as a woman with kids, it's just finding that time to date. Um, putting aside like an hour every day or if you say like once every other week or something, just to find other people to companion with, um, to speak with. It's not... It's not meant to be just being alone. I would say just just finding time to companion with other people and not with the intentions of being married or being in a relationship, but just enjoying the moment, enjoying being around the opposite sex. So mm-hmm. I would say that. Just have fun. It's not like single shouldn't be like this gloomy right. thing. Mm-hmm. Just have fun. Just live in the moment. So that's how I live my life. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. And right fast, I'm going to say this because I think men get dating different from women. Um, some men, once they say they're dating, they mean they're, yeah, they're in a relationship. Yeah. But for us women, dating means I'm trying to figure out if I want to be with this person or not. Mm-hmm. So it's a difference. And I'm glad you brought that up about the dating part because I'm like, I do, man. Because I'm dating that I'm just in a relationship. That's true. No. They do think like that, though. Right. We so. go together real bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, LaShawna, your take. Sure. So, this is the thing. Um, as an entrepreneur, I haven't had to juggle being in a relationship because I haven't been in one for like five years, right? However, I've noticed when I'm dating, because I'm so focused on my business, it's not priority, even though I am awaiting. So, I have to be cognizant of, okay, you need to hit this person back. Instead, I'm choosing to serve a client, to work, to market to build my business. And so I think for me, this person, whoever that is, they need to make it worthwhile for me to put whatever I'm doing on pause. And I know that sounds crazy, but I just think that things should organically click. It should be like, oh God, let me get this. If it's meant to be, I'm, I'm not gonna care about the business no more. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, you wanna go meet up? Let's go. That hasn't happened yet, right? So I'm just awaiting the perfect, not the perfect, the appropriate connection to where it's a mutual beneficial to where it doesn't go on the side because it's not important and I haven't met that type of person or situation yet um, but you definitely have to balance and juggle because we are all whether you're a full-time entrepreneur or side hustling or whatever we got a lot going on right and so I'm just excited that I now know my worth to not be thirsty for whoever's coming into my my um, ecosystem, and that that took some self work because I know, like they just said, you gotta pay attention to how you're presenting yourself because then you attract certain energy. So I've been through that phase, and now I'm awaiting the right connection. I love that. Yeah. I, I just want to ask questions. Sure. <laughs> so many. Questions. Oh, I have so many <laughs> questions. Um, five years, huh? Uh huh. So. So like the topic of of companionship, right? So where do you find that companionship? Or it's just not uh, top priority? Yeah, so I've, been, I've dated, but I haven't okay. been in a serious relationship mm-hmm. in five years. Okay. But as okay. far as dating, getting to know each other, going out, I, I do that. Okay. But a serious relationship where you mine, I'm yours, all that good stuff, haven't, haven't in five years, mm-hmm. yeah. But to answer your question, um, socially in the connections that I build. Um, and then also not assume that every dude that tr- talks to me is a potential suitor. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, we about to get married with my tag. Right. <laughs> and like, he's not even checking for you like that, right? Right, right? And so me as a Scorpio, y'all know about Scorpios, you know what I'm saying. Scorpio. Two of us. Scorpio. Yeah. We, it's, it's like, okay, what does that mean? What does Scorpios mean? They're just passionate. What you see is what you get. And they said we have a deadly sting. Do you agree? Yes. I do too. Deadly sting. <laughs> what's what's that? Right. Mean? Girl, don't. I got to elaborate on yeah. that. What does that Tell us mean? More. So that right. means we're very passionate, but we are selective of who we open up to. So you have to really be the right one for us to open up to you, and that could really attract needy partners. Would you mm. say that? I would, I would. Yeah. But I also feel like sometimes it could put a wall up to where you are a barrier to what could happen. That's just doing my self work, right? But a deadly thing, in my opinion, when you cross us, 
it could be a little bit like um vindictive at times mm. okay. yeah keyword at times yeah an unhealed scorpio <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. yes yes okay. yeah like at the end of the day nobody's perfect and that yeah, could be the same for capricorns right. aquarius sure, anyway. pisces aries we all okay, got sorry, okay. i know cancer like, cancer y'all oh. yeah. know that song okay so yeah I love it. I love it. I love it. And so, um, like she said, like just being able to find that connection that you can feel like, okay, this is worth me. You know, taking a step back to mm-hmm. give my time to you because sometimes you can give your time to someone and it'd be like, really, I gave my time to you. I could be doing this. I could be doing that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you have to be really intentional and mindful about that. And so, since we're on relationships, I just noticed, you know, with dating, you know, some man, have you all encountered this? I'm asking a question. Maybe he's married or maybe he's in a relationship, you know, and he's trying to approach you, but he has these other things going on. Mm-hmm. So how do you handle and maneuver those situations? And why do you think some women give those men a shot, even though they, they know he's into something? I don't maneuver. Right. I don't maneuver. Like, okay, great. If you have a situation <laughs> going on, then... <laughs> Yeah, we're not maneuvering. Like, cut off. Yeah. yeah, the crazy thing, that's the first thing I look for. And a dude could be married and still not have a ring, but that is, I don't, like, that's the first thing I look for, right? That's the first thing you ask. Yeah. You ask, like, yeah. are you married? Does anybody think they married to you? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Does anybody think they're in a relationship? Exactly. Will anybody get mad at me for dating you? Like, you right. have to ask that. Because <laughs> these men out here, man, they yeah. for the nest. But to answer your question, like, First of all, if yeah, I've had encountered that, but yeah, no, we, we stop it right there. You married, going through a divorce, you got a. It, it, this is a big one too that wasn't mentioned, but you just recently had a baby. I'm talking about like weeks, yeah. months, or you got somebody actively pregnant. Like that's right. happened to me a couple times. Like, bro, why are you? Why are we on a date? You have an eight month, eight month pregnant woman at home, but any any sort of situation like that, I dead it immediately. I do not understand why certain women do do that. I think it's a self worth thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I feel like, you know, I feel like we all go through this, and we have to learn this a lot of times growing up. But like, sometimes you don't realize your own self worth. You don't realize that you deserve better, so you put up with certain things, but you don't feel like you can get anything better than that. And then a lot of these men and women are really great at selling you a dream. You might really, really believe that that man is going to leave his wife one day. But we all know they probably won't. And if he do, he's going to probably do the same thing to you. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so some women, I think this if you are currently dating a married man, man or in a situation like that, just realize yourself for it. There's so many men out here. They might not be in Atlanta, which is where we at. But they might be in Houston. They might be in Miami. You never know. Mm-hmm. He out there, though. <laughs> yeah. I also think that's where karma comes into play because when you put yourself in that predicament and then you get married, you're going to always be looking over your shoulder and wonder, oh, he well, he, he, he an hour late. I wonder what mm-hmm. he's doing. Well, where is that coming from? Because you were doing it. So, mm-hmm. like, close your legs to married men. Yes. <laughs> and it could stem, it could stem <laughs> from childhood traumas also because there are some women who always attract yeah those men in relationships so it could have some type of trauma or unconscious thing going mm-hmm. on where you keep attracting that type of partner mm-hmm. very much so what you have to add today no <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i've been i've been married for so long like i don't i don't know 
I don't know why. I think you guys have said it all why, you know, some women find themselves with um with married men, but I I do don't I don't want to leave out the power of marketing. Men are so some men, I should say, are so good at marketing themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are in a society where we are constantly being sold to mm-hmm. on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. It doesn't matter where you're where you're at, you're being sold, like someone said, the dream, right? And so the same way that these big businesses make billions of dollars because of marketing and messaging and stuff like that is the same reason why married men or taken men find women in their beds. Mm-hmm. It's no different. Mm-hmm. We know exactly how those of us that um, can use persuasive words, because we as women, we can do that as well. Mm-hmm. We can convince people to do things for us. Convince people to do things for me that Mm -hmm. they may not want to actually do. Mm -hmm. It's just the power of persuasion. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that she said, as women, we can convince men to do things for us. And that doesn't necessarily mean being intimate physically with that man. And so that brings us to the next topic of femininity versus masculinity. So, do you all feel like you're, you know, more feminine or masculine when it's in your personal and your business relationships with <coughs> others? Okay, we can start this side. So as far as business, I am mas- masculine because I have to put on the hat of being the leader and making sure everything is organized. But I do step aside and become feminine. So the men that I date, they cater because I put on that feminine hat. And I'm not in the controlling aspect of everything. I lay back and let them control the scene. Even though I can control, I let them handle that. Um, So that's how I embrace my femininity. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, so (laughs) more masculine. I already shared that I'm a Scorpio. I'm a single mom. And I think a lot of things from the past comes into our future. Um, I'm more aware of it now. And so I'll incorporate the femininity, like the humor, the colors in my brain. Um, And then also just me being a therapist, more empathetic and um, the presentation of my communication. But naturally, definitely masculine. Like I'm going to ask for the sale. I'm going to communicate on why XYZ is important for you. Um, in a perfect world, some things that I do in my business, I wouldn't even do because my team would, and I would just have to show up and serve. But because I'm wearing so many hats, I have, I want to say I have no choice, but I'm going to reframe that. I'm working to be more feminine and infuse that in everything because people think that life and business is separate and it's not. So if I'm wearing the feminine hat 80, 90% in business, and then I'm dating or I'm going home, that hat is just not going to come off. It's going to be infused in everything that I do. So I'm more aware of it and I'm working on it, but it's not easy because literally raised myself growing up, raised my daughter. So how am I just going to click a switch and, oh, give me the remote. <laughs> no, I'm going to go get the remote. You know what I'm saying? So I'm working on it, but it's not easy. And I wore pink today. You feel me? Yeah. 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 Let me elaborate. Let me elaborate. So in order to 
demasculate myself in business. I had to learn to delegate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was huge because mm-hmm. I just wanted to be in charge of everything. Yep. But I had to learn that we can't do everything mm-hmm. as humans. So I had to delegate the task that I know was draining me, mm-hmm. which helped me be more in my feminine. So I love that. Okay. And let me just say one more thing. Um, somebody laughed. That was supposed to be a joke. Um, <laughs> so I'm working on that. Like, delegating because oh i could only i could do it the best if i get them to do it will they do it on time all that overthinking over analyzing so i literally just um onboarded two people and i'm intentionally letting them do it give them feedback check in communicate i know it's not gonna be perfect because there's no such thing but it's definitely a process for sure right okay i love it i love yeah. it yeah i'm gonna let them go and then i'm gonna give my take so they do so I'm learning to be uh, more feminist. So my background is I was actually an officer in the military. I was a captain, right? So I was in charge of like, sometimes I'll be in charge of teams of 100 people. Sometimes I'll be in charge of men who were like old enough to be my father. And I had to have that presence to have them do what I say. Mm-hmm. So that's how, you know, I, now I didn't do that in relationships, but I feel like it did make it hard for me to be feminine and I always will I felt like I always attract men who were attracted to masculine women y'all, y'all know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. like I never yeah. really I felt like I was always attracting men who couldn't really put me in my feminine energy if you, I get and I know it. we hear this on the podcast all the time but I'm learning how to be more feminine in relationships because in my business and in my professional life, I'm always in charge. Like I have a business, I have a couple of employees as well. So I'm always in charge. I'm doing I'm doing sales calls. I'm you know, so it's it is kind of like a switch you have to turn. But also, and I don't like describing myself as an alpha woman, but if I would if I would probably put out my traits on a piece of paper, people would say, Okay, this is a more of an alpha woman. Mm-hmm. But when you are dating a woman of of this type of caliber who has a business who who gets shit done pretty much you know you have to come correct you, there, there is a certain type of man that we have to have to put us in our feminine like and that's just being real that's just being totally 100 so i'm learning how one to attract a man that can uh handle a woman of my caliber put me in that feminine energy and then i'm also learning how to be feminine in that space so it's, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm going to be totally honest. I'm not there yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I feel like if the man is masculine enough, then it allows you to be more feminine. But if mm-hmm. you you having to, you know, be like, take charge in the relationship, it's hard. And every, well, I've only had one serious relationship, and we were engaged. And in that relationship, yeah, I definitely was not, be, I wasn't able to be in my feminine after that relationship that's when i had a self-reflection like okay um i need to do some self-realization you know what i'm saying i need to do some self-realization to figure out why am i attracting this certain type of man mm-hmm. so right now i'm in that space where i'm learning i'm learning i'm doing some some research you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um i just would like for you to clarify some some things for me i definitely will okay so um 
define for the audience, okay? Because they may not know, right, the difference between masculine and feminine. True. And then that way I can better answer my question because, um, answer the question because um, Deja also brought up being an alpha female. Like, is that the same as masculine and, you know, stuff like that. So um, just to bring more clarity okay. to the conversation and to the audience. Okay, so femininity is being able to listen um, let go of control more so and being able to be submissive to many to masculinity and it's more so referring to male now this is my definition don't get mad at me y'all <laughs> but, um, masculinity is more so um, but we we as men and women let me say this before I say that have both traits we have yes. the feminine traits and we have the masculine traits but masculinity should, should supposedly in the society is more so of the male being in control and take charge and you know being that and not the woman but the woman being able to move in her natural god's given gift femininity and then just you know this flow come about her and being able to get the things that she desire just from her being in that feminine space mm. with everyone that she's encountering. You know, that's basically my definition of the femininity versus masculinity, which I've been working on. And femininity is not soft, because femininity could be aggressive, because even look at the weather. Right. We have sunny days, and then femininity can get destructive. So I think that's why we, we need to clarify that, because some people think femininity is, oh, my mm -hmm. hands are broke, right. I can't curse. <laughs> but yes, you, you yeah. have both. Like, I mm -hmm. have both. I move. I think I've been more kind of like the masculine, um, feminine, because I do, you know, I'm a cancer, so I'm a nurturer more so, but, and we ain't gonna get into horoscopes, but, you know, just being able to, um, move in a different light <coughs> to be more in my feminine space and, you know, just be more soft in a way, still be more soft and, um, let some, someone being able to, have confidence in someone being able to take charge because when I feel like they can't take charge into my masculine my masculine part of myself mm -hmm. is to take charge. And so that's why I say we have both as women and men. So, so how does that differ from the alpha? Well alpha meaning um alpha male or alpha woman is just being aggressive, knowing what you want and moving in that aggressive space as well. Like a go getter. Right, a go getter too and just take charge and I think it ties in because alpha women, they typically attract beta men. Um, right. So they, the alpha women, they are in control and they typically attract men who are more reserved, mm -hmm. more soft-spoken and stuff like that. But also I think men, I feel like alpha men don't choose other alpha women. Right. So I think that's another thing too. I feel like most men who are in that position in a male in, in the male alpha position, they want a more feminine, softer woman, and that might not be an alpha woman unless you know how to balance it out. Mm -hmm. You know, so and that's what I was gonna say because there are beta men that exist that are very much so masculine, and so um, I wanted to make sure I said that because um, you said something about if a man is masculine enough, right? Um, there are some men that can just really just hang back and watch his woman go. Sure. And they're 
very masculine in that. Um, I, get, I, think, I feel like it, 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 it depends upon what you define as masculine. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, that's why I wanted to ask. Yeah, like, I feel like as women, we need to define what it is. Because a lot of, I think women define masculinity like differently. Than, and I feel like men think masculine is like just being in control of everything. And I think women, we define masculinity as something totally different. Like for me, when I say I need a man that's masculine, that pretty much sums it up to I want to I want you to be able to take some of the load off of me. I want to not have to use so much of my brain power in my everyday life. Like so, it could be something as simple as you taking charge and planning something, exactly. or taking taking over a task that you know is stressing me out, taking over the finances of the house, taking over some most of the bills in the house, um, being a better provider, cooking dinner every now and then without me having to ask you. Take out the trash. I'll be having to always berate you, babe. Take out the trash. Can you do this? Can you do that? As women, we don't want to have to do that. Something as simple as the man just. What's the one I'm looking for? Like, you are thinking ahead of us. Proactive. So, right. Proactive. But I think that part... Of, oh, go ahead. Go well, ahead. when I said masculine enough, I was responding to what she was meaning. Like, for us, what she just referenced. And so, because, like we said, we have the beta man, and he could be masculine, but... And what's you, the beta man? Because some people don't know what that is either. Mm-hmm. Um, Soft-spoken, I guess, reserved, laid back, or... A, Go with everything the wife says. Happy wife, happy nope, life. No, 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 no. Well, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Go okay. Ahead. <laughs> well, you, 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 you get your definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And so, um, <coughs> but for me, when I was saying it, it's basically like when you are in your masculinity, you may attract a man that is in his femininity because he sees something that takes that he sees that that order that you have and that takes charge and that's something that he doesn't want to do. So hey, hey, she does it. I can be reserved. And so. You know, you have to do the identity switch, as we hear a lot, and, you know, get more so in your femininity so that he is masculine more so than you are. So that's what I was meaning when I was referencing that. Let me say this, though. Um, But it's not a good or bad thing. Because right. even mm-hmm. if you're an alpha female, if you attract a beta male, that's that's okay for your situation. So I think as women, it's just classifying what we need. And what we want in a man and yeah. just writing those things out to know what our core needs are because each of us have different core needs and your preference so mm-hmm. and that's absolutely true and I am married to a beta very masculine man mm-hmm. um, and it's not it's definitely not one of those things where just whatever she says goes you know um, he's definitely still the man of the house but he just stays out the way. Um, and I think what a lot of women don't realize, they, they because again, this all goes to marketing. We want to see this strong man that's the this and the that. And the, not very many women are going to be in search of a beta man. They're just not going to be. But they could be the best, well mine is, the best provider, <laughs> the best parent, the mm-hmm. best support that you absolutely need. And then these alpha men out here, shoot, you mm-hmm. with a flashlight in the daylight looking for where this thing is. Like, I mean, right. that's why so, I don't like the term. I don't like the, I don't like the term alpha because I feel like every, I just don't like putting men in a box. Absolutely. I feel, I just feel like. That's the character, but I don't want to be one either. I I, I just feel like every woman has different needs, so I feel like you, whatever your needs are, make sure they get met. Whether you know, if you want to call that masculine, then that's masculine. But I feel like get. 
figure out what your needs are and what you want in a relationship. Like for me, I want a man in a relationship who's going to take some of the load off of me and my life. Make my life more soft so I can be more feminine for mm-hmm. you. Whatever that means. You know, that's what I look for. So whatever y'all, whatever your needs are, make sure you, there's, there are met. Point blank. So um, I'm going to answer the question now for myself. I am an alpha woman that sometimes has masculine traits and sometimes has feminine traits. When I'm at home, I always say that I'm superwoman when I'm in the streets, but at home, I'm Lois Lane. Like, mm-hmm. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Like, I, I am that, okay? Damn like, in the completely damsel in mm-hmm. distress when I'm at home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that works for me, right? And I love that. I don't touch gas pumps. Mm-hmm. I don't open up oh, doors. Yes. Like literally, I will. I will sit there mm-hmm. and and wait for you to open up the door. I am completely mm-hmm. in my femininity in that way. Um, so it's very difficult for me to say I'm masculine or whatever because the way I move, the way I carry myself, is in a very feminine way. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to work. Um, I do have to move a certain way as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, however, um, whatever the situation requires, that's what I'll be. I want to add that we grow and evolve every day. Five years ago, I was like super alpha female running all the plays. Now that I understand how that impacted my relationship, how it impacted um, situations, I learned from it and I'm learning to trust because we carry so much that we bring into other situations and it's literally dragging bags of trauma to each situation, right? Um, So I think, why label it? What do you want? What does that look like? Are you communicating it and are you getting it? If not, communicate, explain, because I think we don't want to talk. We just think people understand what we want. If I say, oh, I want a man to open a door, I'm going to sit here and wait. But I haven't communicated that, and that's not how he operates. There's a disconnect, right? So I do lots of screening questions on, like, from the online profile to the DM to the phone call. I don't even know if we're going to ever see each other. There are certain questions I'm asking, depending on how you answer them. We may not touch and feel. You know what I'm saying? Not talking about the boom boom, but just seeing each other in person. So people frown upon um, online dating, but I love it because it alleviates all this getting dressed, going, doing the whole nine, where you can literally learn what you need because people will tell you exactly who they are. Yes. Right? By simple questions. So I love the conversation, but I think the titles are so subjective. Half of us don't even know the definition of what we're talking about. Just communicate what you want. And if it's not happening, hold them accountable set boundaries, and continue to use your big girl, big boy words. And if he's not giving you what you want, let it go. Right. Because, like, we, we have, as women, we might have a tendency to want to see the, the good in the person. He got potential. I can t- teach him how to do this. I ain't got time to teach a man nothing. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Especially not at 34, 35. Look, who you are who you are. And if you're not giving me what I need, and we both in our 30s, then maybe I ain't the one for you, and I'm going to just move on. Yeah. Don't waste time. If he ain't give me what you need the first couple months, let it go. And I said, that, you know, what's interesting is I, I tell um, women all the time, like, 
the title of you being a kingmaker, like let that go. That's exhausting. That sounds exhausting. You don't have to be a kingmaker. I ain't making no No, kings. Not a helpmate, because I I really believe that um I really believe that the Bible was really wasn't saying a helpmate. I really believe that the Bible was saying a companion. Mm -hmm. There's a like us being able to have a companion we can walk through life with. Yes. And I'll say, ladies, like, just write down five core needs, not like six, two, dark skin, because that's superficial, but write core needs that you need in a partner, mm -hmm. which is you want him to provide, you want him to be trustworthy, stuff like that. So, you know, you can rule that out one time if he doesn't meet it. <coughs> but let me say this, though. I, I mean, I think that that's great advice. And I think that every woman should. But you can't do that until you know who you are. And that's like, okay, so I'm in the financial space, right? So having business plans and having a budget is like super important to me, right? We write out business plans for our businesses, but we don't have a life plan. Mm -hmm. How do we not have a life plan? Mm -hmm. So when, so if you don't have a life plan, when things come into our lives, you entertain it. Because you, you don't have a life plan. Mm -hmm. But if you have a life plan, if certain things come into your life, you already know, oh, this doesn't fit my life plan. Mm -hmm. This doesn't this doesn't work to what I want in the yeah. future. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't entertain certain things. So you can't even create a list of what you're looking for when you yourself don't know what you want out of life. Mm -hmm. But you know what you want out of a man? Mm -hmm. The two may not even mix. You're going to find a man that you ideally want that is counteractive to the life you want to live. Mm -hmm. I love that. And yeah. that's healing. That's, well, you know that's healing, too. Mm -hmm. That's healing your past traumas also mm -hmm. with the life plan. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, basically, I feel like we, we've come <laughs> to the point of it's not necessarily femininity versus masculinity, but more so of being able to trust that person the characteristics of that person and what you're designed from what you're looking for in that relationship. Mm -hmm. I will also add it's you it's you versus you. Right. Period. That's right. all. Thoughts with you. Right? And that is an ongoing thing. It's not finite like Michelle Obama said in the book Becoming. We always ask the kids, what you want to be when you grow up? They don't know. Uh, what are, one, what are some of the things you're interested in that you love to do? We always ask kids what they want to be when, we, when they grow up and you can ask an adult that and they still confuse and need clarity. Mm -hmm. So I think we have traditionally picked up all these things and just continuously doing them. And now it's time to break it all down, reassess, sift through it. And I think what everything that we're saying is correct in our vision and our eyesight on how we see it. But it's you against you. I cannot say what I want until I've done my inner work. And it's funny because I'm doing this um, kickoff. It's called Lifestyle 2.0. The, the elevated version of you, which is literally just a, a whole, I can't even describe it because when you think of lifestyle 2.0, we, some of us don't believe that we can have what we want. It's clear, yes, we can. We can have anything that we want. Mm -hmm. And once we have the courage to believe it, you're going to organically attract whoever and whatever that you want. Manifestation, you already know that. That's true. <laughs> yes! And I mean, like, we're going to take a moment for our sponsors, but we're going to get into manifestations next. So, like, awesome. right on time, like, alignment. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. 
Today we are sponsored by Fourth and Park Candles. They offer a wide variety of candles such as air wigs, car diffusers, room and linen sprays. I mean, they smell amazing and wonderful, might I add. And with it being the wonderful time of the year, check them out at www.fourthandpark.com and support and show them some love. All their products are handcrafted and handmade with love by them for you and your loved ones. Have a great day. Hi, I'm Marquita Beyond, the host of the Pink Link Podcast, and today I'm at Pop Up and Create. And when I say Pop Up and Create, it's on and popping that hair, and you get to create the content that you're going to love because the event owner and host, Lashana, I mean, she's going to go above and beyond and giving you everything that you need and everything you didn't know you need, honey. Hey guys, Lashana West here, owner of Pop Up and Create. I'm so excited that you're tapping in to our multi-purpose content creation studio. At Pop Up and Create, it is a creative haven. Co-working, photo shoots, podcasts, events, the whole nine. So if you're wondering, where do I go to create? Pop Up and Create. like to highlight another one of our sponsors listen we're always talking about health and wellness and so here's another awesome way to connect you with your wellness journey and that's yoga it's a just it's a mess they said one yoga means union the goal of this practice is to create unity and wellness in all aspects of your life on and off the mat therefore taking the steps to experience would be one another thing is investing in yourself and scheduling a private session which is synonymous with investing into the lifestyle you desire and see for yourself lastly they offer a weekly newsletter that includes new blogs posts invitations wellness events and other wellness tips it can be reached by visiting their website at www.izzijaiyesimi.com also, make sure to subscribe and connect to their wellness page, events, and things of that nature that they're sending out. You also receive goodie bags and other treats. So, hey, why not connect? I must say, I love taking home a goodie bag myself. So glad that you mentioned manifestations and manifesting because it's the next topic. So, like, we've talked about relationships and alignment and things like that. So, do you ladies manifest? Yes. 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 Okay, elaborate. How? What do you? What have you manifested something to? What? What has so, showed up? One thing process? that I manif- One big thing that I manifested that actually happened was while I was in the military, I knew I wanted to get out of the military and I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I wanted to have more of a laptop lifestyle, right? So while I was while I was still in the military, I would wake up early before I go to work, and I would um, do a manifestation meditation, like a visualization, visualization. And I would visualize myself waking up, making coffee, uh, meditating, but then um, training my clients from my laptop having a laptop lifestyle taking calls from a coffee shop taking calls from home just running my business from home i had uh, envisioned living in a loft or a high-rise apartment um and i every morning i would wake up and i would do that every day i knew uh, i just I, I envisioned really not even i didn't really manifest 
It wasn't about the money. It was about the lifestyle, right? And two years after I got after I moved here, I had some, when I first got out of the military, it was a little rough. Not gonna lie, it was a little rough. I drove Uber for a little while. I was doing all that, but I finally got a little good good stride. But between all that, doing Uber and all that, I was still doing my visualization, my manifestation. And uh, I woke up two years into it. I've been here five years, by the way. But two years into my two or three years into my living in Atlanta, I woke up and I realized like. I did it. Wow. Like, I wake up, I make my coffee, I manifest, I, I, I train all of my clients from my laptop. I don't, I, I work completely from home. Wow. I don't, I haven't had a ball since I got out of the military. At, at one point, I did have the apartment, I had a, I had a really nice loft in Atlantic Station, two story lofts. Um, but when I was living there, I was engaged, we broke up and I had to move. So, anyway, yeah, but I manifested that. Um, and that's, I, I really feel like the, the work that I put in to like really visualize it, it made me dial in on what I needed to do. Because another thing is, when you uh, manifest and you visualize, it makes you um, hyper vigilant on what you need to do to get there. Because as a trainer, right, I knew I wanted to be a virtual online trainer, right? So when I, once, once I stopped doing in-person training, I had a lot of people still want me to do in-person training and i had to say no that's not the lifestyle that i wanted mm -hmm. this is what i want people was like girl you you let me go you let go money that's money i was like i don't care i don't want to be in a gym this is what i want so and i manifested that lifestyle to this day that's what i do every day um and for me you know <clears throat> I feel like I am I have gotten to the point or definitely getting to the point where I have to watch what I say because what I say is going to happen mm -hmm. um, I one of the confessions that I say every single day is that I have what I say I have what I say mm -hmm. um, and because I have what I say again intentionally being intentional yeah um, you know, being intentional about what I say, being intentional, uh, intentional about what I do, um, and I love what um, I just got a brain um, freeze. Sorry. Um, I love what Lashana said about you know it's about you versus you, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's very difficult to manifest anything again if you don't know who you are. And if you don't know what you want, mm -hmm. it's just it, all it is is just saying a bunch of words, mm -hmm. right? And so um, I got to the I'm at this point where I'm really truly understanding who I am, and being and being able to admit my faults, mm -hmm. being able to be quick to be accountable for my wrongdoings, you know, stuff like that. Because in part of manifesting. Healing is all also a part of that, you know, but if we're in this delusion of where we are in our personality Some of the bad habits we have some of the bad thinking we have some of the bad just Whatever we have it makes it kind of difficult to be able to manifest Right, I agree. <clears throat> And I have to say I've been manifesting unconsciously from time I was a kid because from time I was a child I always said I'm gonna live in Atlanta. I'm gonna have a nice house, nice car. 
So I moved here. I'm from the Virgin Islands, and I moved here at 24. By the time I was 25, I owned my first home, was driving a nice car, all of that. So I manifested that lifestyle. But now I'm being more intentional as far as manifestation. So I write down specific goals that I want to accomplish, and that's my manifestation now. So it's not about just thinking and just thinking about random things. It's being more intentional about what I'm manifesting. Mm -hmm. Mine's uh, similar. I don't intentionally manifest. I feel like manifestation is perseverance, having faith and belief <coughs> equals manifestation. So now I understand what it is and I realize I've been doing it all my life. Um, but it's funny because a coach I was working with, she had us write down our future self like a journal entry. And when I was writing it, this was like two years ago, I didn't believe. I was like, let me just go and do what she wants us to do. And I said, I no longer work in corporate. I wake up every day running my own schedule. My daughter is my right hand man. I serve clients who love to do the work and love the transformation and just literally poured it all out on stage. Fast forward, I'm 18 months clean from corporate. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, my daughter, we work together in my business. Um, I raise my prices and my clients are open to the prices. They don't come from a scarcity mindset. So I intentionally wrote that journal entry, even though I didn't truly deep down in my soul believe it, and it happened. So imagine if you truly believe it, you are yes. intentional, yes. and you literally can create the life that you want. So um, sometimes I do think people do a little hoorah, manifestation, all this and that, but at the end of the day, whatever you call it, do you believe in what you want? Do you have the courage to go and get it? And if the answer is yes, you literally can be in Hollywood, acting, married, twins, whatever. Of course, you know, anyway. Um, I truly believe we can have anything that we want. And yes. it makes things so much lighter because people walk around with these dark clouds thinking that the world is against them. And literally, it's you against you. And once you say, you know what, I'm not going to hate on myself anymore. I'm going to be conscientious of my words, like Shaky said. The sky's the limit. Mm -hmm. And you see Lashana, she intend, but she put action behind it. Mm -hmm. So one small action a day could lead you yeah. to your dreams in two years. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. If not quicker. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. Actually, it was six months from when I wrote. I was already in pursuit, but I was juggling being an adjunct professor, working full time, and building my business. I wrote that letter, and I think because I was intentional about it and I actually said it, Things just started happening, and I was like, oh, my God. I still got the letters up under my mattress. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's something that you all said, and um, I hate to take it back to the conversation of relationships, but um, um, somebody mentioned about, you know, it's he who finds or, you know, a wife or whatever. Anyway, I got a remix to that as well. Um, because I... Again, if there's something you know you want, mm -hmm. go get it. Like, I'm not going men he's we as women have been so aggressively like um moving nowadays right. that some men have fallen back mm -hmm. if there's a man that you want to meet or want to talk to girl you better open up your mouth and say something if you don't wait around <laughs> waiting for him to hopefully say something to you like you a fool you a whole fool but um <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, 
you got to put the action behind mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're mm -hmm. looking to manifest, mm -hmm. and even if it's a person. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I like that. Definitely. Action. So for me, yeah, so, and I feel like that's a big component that a lot of people forget is, yeah, you can sit here and manifest and meditate all day. Right. Yeah, but you have to have but a you, plan. You have to put action towards that goal. You want to make a certain amount of money? Okay, what steps did you take today that's going to put you closer to that six-figure, seven-figure year? What action did you take today that's going to help you find your, your, your husband mm -hmm. or whatever? So... If I could tell you, if I if you take anything away from this manifest manifestation conversation, I would say take at least ten to fifteen minutes a day and really think about visualize what you want. Because when you actually take time to actually put your put your goals in front of your face or your whatever you're trying to manifest in front of your face, on put it on your wall, think about it, mm -hmm. it will make you hyper vigilant to opportunities and the things you need to do to be able to achieve that. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Deja, there, um, I, okay, so, transparent moment, I do not like vision board parties. Like, I really? don't like vision board parties <laughs> at all. Um, wait, let just, me ask you this, have you did a vision board? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Um, but I know why now. Um, I remember going to um, this Reiki session. Have you all ever done Reiki? Mm -hmm. I've okay. heard of it, but I never did. Oh, you got to do Reiki. Mm -hmm. Have you done Reiki? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've done Reiki. Yes. Of course. Yes, 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 yes. But anyway, um, I went to this Reiki session, and um, we were talking about it, and I said something to her about a vision board, and she said, well, here's the thing. A lot of people, they... They have images of what they want, but they don't have the feeling of what they want. Mm -hmm. And yes. she said that what she does is she does these journal parties, kind of, right? So it's more of you being able to sit and think and talk and talk about how you want to feel, mm -hmm. not about how the things look. Right? Mm -hmm. yes. So even if you're going to have a picture of something, let's say you have a picture of a house. Okay, you having that picture of the house, how is having that house, how does that make you feel? Does that give you a level of security? Does it give you a level of, you know, excitement or enjoyment or whatever? But being able to attach a feeling to the image is what actually is the most important part of the manifestation part and that made so much sense to me because I'm a person again I'm I'm the budgeter here I'm, I like I live a very simple life I have a very simple home I drive a simple car I'm not into all of the fancy things because I'm just super conservative with my money but um but I know how that makes me feel and but I do like to dress <laughs> yes, and so with with these ladies' points, um, you you all both. Um, I'm just hearing Dr. Joe Dispenza, and it was someone else. But when manifesting, just being able to visualize, put yourself in that visualization of what you have, and when you're visualizing, how are you feeling? Are you feeling yes. like you have it? You know, mm -hmm. are you? What are your feelings? Because those things play an important part of those things manifesting in your life. And for us, I can relate to Shira because I manifested and moved to Atlanta. And it took me maybe like 10, 10 to 15 years to get here because I was letting others talk me out of it. Mm -hmm. And so, hey, what's this? And, and 
to be with me. So I'm here and just a, lot, a host of other things I've manifested in my life. Even, you know, moving out of relationships, I had to manifest myself out of it, you know. Mm, so wow. now I'm manifesting myself into the awakening of the king. <laughs> I would say, um, whatever you want, try to actually experience it. Mm, like, yeah. one thing Sorry. that, uh, I had a short stint in network marketing. Short stint. Um, but one of my mentors in network marketing, he would actually, he had us go test drive a car, right? Because in our company, when you reach a certain level, you get a BMW, you get a Mercedes, right? So he had us actually go test drive a Mercedes. That was the first time I actually drove a luxury car. Now, I imagine I was like 24 at this point. That was the first time I drove a luxury car. And, and that really did something to, in my mind when mm -hmm. I actually felt the steering wheel. I felt how smooth the car was. And also, they took us on an open house to one of our leaders came in town and he was looking to buy a house. And it was in Las Vegas. I think the house was like $4 million. Back then, that $4 million was a lot. It's still a lot, but it was a lot lot back in like 2014, 15. So it took us to this four million dollar house, open house in, in Vegas, and to this day I have not been in a house that big. But we walked through the house. It was the most amazing house I've ever seen in my entire life. But doing those things really changed my mindset because before I did all that, you could not tell me that I was not going to retire from the military. You could not tell me that I was going to do twenty years. I was going to be a general in the Air Force, y'all. I was going to be in the White House. That was what I was thinking, but when I actually visualized what it was like to live that lifestyle and experience those things, it changed my whole mindset about what I could do. Mm -hmm. And also, when I was thinking about moving to Atlanta, I had never, well, I've been to Atlanta, but not really. But one of the things that I was doing up and coming and moving here when I knew I was getting out of the military, I would actually just drive up here on the weekend by myself. I was in Alabama, so it wasn't that far. I would drive up here on the weekends by myself and just live. I didn't know nobody up here, y'all. I had no friends at the time. I just used to come up here and get a hotel, and I would just go to the lounges by myself, go to events. Now, I actually ended up finding a guy and dating him from doing all that. But doing that, it kind of helped me visualize it and feel it, mm -hmm. and it made me more comfortable and excited about moving here. Mm -hmm. So, yes, just also feel it, but actually experience it because that's I feel like that's even a better way to experience it because you can always remember how it feels and how it makes you feel like physically and mentally and let me just piggyback that's so true because once you experience those things you don't want to go back mm -hmm. it's like for it's like flying first flying first, first oh, just about to say once, once you experience that feeling mm -hmm. it's like Otherwise, it's like, you know, it's less than. It's like a new wig. You will yes. not go back to the old one, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend that, like, mm -hmm. when I told her I'd be flying first class sometimes. Sometimes. Not all the time, but every now and then. Don't I, get there. Don't but right. I have a friend. She think I'm crazy. It's like, why do you need to fly first class? Like, why don't you want to fly Has first she class? Not ex Listen, She's never flying first class, though. Listen, let me tell you. So, um, I just went to New York uh, yesterday, right? And, um, well, I flew out Friday. And I flew first class, right? I usually get upgraded to first class. Um, and I flew there first class, but on the way back, I didn't get um, upgraded. And I hate sitting in the middle seat. And so in order for me to actually get a window seat, it was like all the way in the back of the plane, like row 31. Like I was literally the last row, right? I had an attitude. Do you hear me? Because you, it's so hard to experience first class and then get to the back of the plane 
you like this is my life.
and you're not going to be fully aligned with what you're doing. So I think it's a holistic view about health, yeah. not just physical, mental, emotional, even social health. Because when we say, yeah. I can't stand people, we're telling ourselves, I don't like social interaction. And no, no this, just saying. <laughs> we got to be conscious of those things because we're literally casting that into the universe. And so uh, I just think it's a holistic um, view. And I'm, I'm excited because, y'all, I haven't canceled with my trainer. And I just feel excited because, yeah. How about a round of applause? <laughs> um, I'm just happy about that because the old me would be like, hey, I got a client. I can't make it. No, I'm excited. And sometimes i be like, hey, can we take a walk instead of working out? And she's very flexible. But um, also the, the person I chose is about body confidence. And she's not one of those, oh, let's go. Like, it's just, <laughs> she, I specifically chose her. And that's why we got to be sure on who we really, 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 really want to serve. We, we try to serve everybody. You don't have to. You literally could be a, a, a red seat. I think I'm saying that in the right way. But anyway. You mean so, blue ocean? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Blue ocean, red seat. Y'all, y'all feel something like that. Right. Um, but I am excited because the old me, yeah, I wasn't one. I mean, now I do still have a treadmill in my house that got dust. We gonna work on that. We gonna work on that. Baby steps. But yeah, I've increased my, my physical, which is exciting. That's great. Yeah. yeah. For me, I um, set aside now five days a week to go to the gym. I like the group, the group classes because it keeps you motivated yeah. and it's fun, especially like Zumba. Mm -hmm. um, and especially as an entrepreneur and after having a baby, I gained 50 pounds. I lost 30, but the last right. 20 is like really tough, but I'm doing the best I can. I'm not forcing myself because it's a lifetime. It's a lifestyle change. Yes. It's not an overnight process. Mm -hmm. So I'm gradually losing. So. How old your baby? Two. I didn't know that girl. You look amazing. That's yeah, you. Wow. You got a little two year old. Well, first of all, I just want to say I'm so proud of y'all, ladies, for being active and actually putting a health, your health, as a priority, because so many women don't right. until it's the last minute they already got health problems. So. Real quick, to piggyback off of what LaShawna said, yes, you, it's, it's really not about going to the gym and killing yourself in the gym. Honestly, the biggest thing is just being active on a regular basis and making those healthy choices every day. Um, but to go into what I do, so first of all, you guys, yes, I am a virtual fitness coach. I have been, I have been a trainer uh since 2016 i was working in the gym now i am 100 virtual fitness coach and i also have a supplement company with uh fitness and uh weight loss supplements so of course the way that i stay healthy is yes i like to go to the gym and, and do strength training so to me strength training is like my it's, it's really about mental health for me i love the burn that i get in my muscles i love the, the feeling of being out of breath and getting sweaty, I love it. Some women don't. But like when we go to Effect Fitness and I be like out of breath, I be having the time of my life. I be in there like, yeah, I, I can't, I'm gonna die, but Nobody it's deserves fun. that. Like, Nobody. to me that is so fun, but that's just, that's what I, that's what I like. Mm -hmm. But the thing where people have to understand about fitness is that you have to figure out what works for you. Some women don't like that. Some women like yoga, some women like Pilates. 
Some people like the fitness classes. Some people like to do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Some people like to run marathons. Not me, but some people like to run marathons. That's supposed to be funny. Y'all ain't mad. <laughs> <laughs> but, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but figure out what works for you oh, as far as like... You, as far as physically, because everybody doesn't need to be running a marathon. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't need to be squatting two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. But also, it, it it really also depends upon what you're, what you want to be, what you want to look like, right? right? So a lot of women, like my clients, a lot of them, they want flat stomachs, they want big booties, you know, they want a nice toned look because my clients kind of see me, they want to look like me, right? So. In that aspect, yes, you have to do strength training. But if you don't want that, if you just want to be healthy and, and more well, yeah, you don't need to be killing yourself in the gym. But can't we just buy what we want to look like? Mm. <laughs> but is it no? It's good internally because you can buy it, but like they say, a lot of people are buying it. And then here's the thing, y'all. Um, and it's falling out. First of all, y'all, I don't Uh-oh. care how much that's money. That's session. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Wait, what'd she say? That's like part two, y'all. We're about to go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> what'd she say? She said real bodies buying. matter. Real oh, bodies matter. Right. I don't have anything against people who get surgeries done. No, nothing against them at all. However, uh, if, if your goal is, um, I don't want to work out. I'm just going to go get a surgery. I promise you, in a year or so, you're going to gain that weight right back. Because what they don't tell you is that you can go get you can go get a tummy tuck. You can go get a BBL. Um, but if you aren't taking care of your body, if you aren't working out, you still can gain weight. And, you, and then... You, you know, lost all the result, results of the BBL, or you start looking weird with it, like because so or you, worse, I got a friend who's no longer here. That too, because oh. she did some other things and went okay with her appearance and went and got a specific sp- procedure, and she's no longer with us. She has a son, had a husband, a whole nine. Did she pass away during the like during no that in that two years later because she wasn't doing what she was supposed to. This is the thing, if I still have the same habits. And the mindset and the mental work is not done. It does not matter if you're looking like Kim Kardashian for one, two, three years. You're still the same person if you don't do other things. Yeah. And it then... It a mental. It right. doesn't matter what, how you... A lot of times people put... Uh, they put weight loss and fitness and health into how they look. Does it, ma- it doesn't matter how you look if you look... If you, if you feel bad, if you're sick. You know what I'm saying? So right. here's his thing. You might be overweight and you go get a surgery. That, that's not going to cure your diabetes. It's not going to cure your high blood pressure. You know what I'm saying? So we have to do the work physically and internally for our health. It's not just about having a booty and a flat stomach. It's about living longer, being here, you know, and loving your body, but also loving your body enough to take care of your body. Like, I'm all for, like, body positivity. I think everyone should love their body no matter what size they are. But love it also enough to take care of it. Mm-hmm. 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 Take care of it so you can be here as as long as you want to be. Okay. That's good. I agree. And I do work out too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, but um, I either go to the gym, um, lift weights, cardio, walk my dog, just some type of movement yep. daily. And I had to let go of how I want my body to look. And you know, as long as I'm feeling great, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, everything mm-hmm. coming back great. Um. I'm with it, and I'm not just over, oh, I got to look like everybody this um I don't want to look like everybody. I'm going to look like me anyhow. So mm-hmm. that's why I embrace my curves and, you know, my fupa. And I, <laughs> I used to think I wanted to get, you know, maybe a BBL, but then I'm like, if I remove that, then, then it'd be something else, you know, and I don't want that that type of role 
you know, going down that type of path for myself. But I don't knock others who do it, which neither neither of us are. You know, we respect whoever chooses to do how they do it. Yeah, but I don't knock you know, you gotta all. always resort back to the mental aspect of it, Amen. and that's what it boils down to. I yeah, I don't think I, I like I I do want these to defy gravity. <laughs> I just, Me too. But like, the, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think there's anything wrong with a little bit of nip tuck. Right. You know, you know, had a few kids and you want to do you know fix a couple things. It ain't nothing wrong with that as long as you're also doing the health the the, the internal work to be healthy as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I did because when I do have some kids, like. I'm getting a little something, something. Mommy, 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 it doesn't make a difference because men like they I like saw I like. saw this they meme like that says like. no one on six hundred pound life is single. They ain't right. So <laughs> don't all beat yourself. Have they they all so and the man true. be the one feeding them. Like, <laughs> right. And washing them and everything. So don't do it, especially don't do it for a man. Just do it for yeah. you. Do it for However, me. like feel good about yourself. Do when you know I walk past, was? look, my gauge is I want to be able to walk past my bathroom mirror and be like, God dang. Yes. <laughs> like that's my, that right there is my only gauge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not nobody else. Love it. I was going to say one last thing, y'all. Before we end the topic on fitness, the one thing that I want the women to understand the women to do in the audience, like if you're if you're a woman listening to this and you're saying, damn, I really need to lose weight, I need to take care of my body. I want you to take the uh, the thought of how you're gonna look out of it and just be active and be healthy on a regular basis. Whatever that looks like for you. If that means going for a walk every day, if that means just picking a healthier option, not snacking on chips, maybe grabbing, grabbing some apple slices instead of grabbing the Cheetos, doing that on a regular basis and taking the end goal of you looking like looking a certain way out of it mm-hmm. just do it because you want your body to work the way it's supposed to work yeah. that's all i got to say about that listen to it <laughs> listen to her she knows her stuff around all this fitness stuff so it's something i always been trying to figure out since i was a little girl so hey and so um on to the next we're gonna talk about purpose so um i know you're living your purpose would you say that fitness is your purpose Fitness is my passion. Passion. Okay. It's a difference. But, yeah, I don't think that fitness is my ultimate purpose. However, I am very passionate about health and fitness. But I do think my purpose is teaching. Right. I I really enjoy teaching, whether that be about fitness, whether that be about social media marketing, um, whether that be about what I just really enjoy teaching and helping people become a better version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And and I've been able to turn that into a business that just happens yes. to be fitness. Mm-hmm. But I love, I love fitness. So, like, I'm actually in the process of making a, a shift, f- not away from fitness, but less fitness. But fitness is always going to be my passion. I would do fitness even even if I was doing it for free. I was doing it for free for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm going to keep doing fitness whether I'm getting paid or doing it for free. Right. I love that. So my purpose is healing. Um, I've been in healthcare all my life, but I don't want to put myself in a box as far as nursing. 
I think just my presence is healing. Um, so that's my purpose. Whether that's in relationships and business, it's just healing. So that's my purpose. The question is, am I? What is your purpose? And yeah, wait, what was the question? What is uh, purpose for you? And do you feel like you are living out your purpose? For sure. So my background is mental health. I've been a therapist for 20 plus years, and now I figured out how to support entrepreneurs and combine both. So as a business therapist, I help the typical entrepreneur get out of their head, crush imposter syndrome, and believe in themselves so they can do X, Y, Z. And it's not always about making millions, making six figures. It's sometimes about showing up live on social media. Yeah. Sometimes it's about launching an offer that's been brewing in your belly that you know you want to do, but you're scared that nobody will buy it. So from working with CEOs, leaders, and this is the crazy thing, because I've been working with a lot of CEOs for CEO coaching, and everybody got the same problem. It's just on a different kind of caliber, mm -hmm. right? If I'm a CEO and I'm struggling with, with it, it's impacting my leadership style. Mm -hmm. It's impacting me and, and the team morale. If it's a solopreneur, it's impacting them crossing over from one milestone to the next. So I've been um, able to take what I learned in corporate and as a therapist with my degrees and merge it into what I'm doing on an everyday basis. So most definitely, I would do this for free. I wake up thinking about it, I'm dreaming about it. I'm actually working in my sleep, which is, in my opinion, not healthy. But I'm so obsessed that, yes, I'm definitely walking in my purpose and passion, Amazing. for sure. Whew. Um, that's a loaded question, only because I feel so different about purpose than maybe um, other people do. I feel like our our purpose is as present as we are right now, mm -hmm. right? Like our, our purpose is ever evolving. Um, like at one point my purpose was to be a mom, you know? Mm -hmm. And now I have a 27-year-old that lives in another country and he's self-sufficient and you know what I'm saying? So now I have a different purpose. Um, <coughs> my purpose right now is to sit here with you ladies and have this, you know, powerful discussion. But um, I certainly have some passions, though. Um, I am passionate about financial literacy. I am passionate about us really, truly understanding money. Like, that's, again, that's something that I would do for free. I would stand up on every single stage and talk about the power of money and talk about the, the power of saving, leveraging, and growing our money. Like, that's something that is just in me to do, right? Um, and I now do it as a business. But that was something I was doing before I was doing it as a business. Um, but as far as like my purpose, like I just, I don't know. That's that's so very different. I know for that you're, you're pointing out those um, mm -hmm. points about purpose for you mm -hmm. because it means different for everyone. That's why I asked the question. And um, I want to just say with the new uh, thing that's going on with Deion Sanders, like mm -hmm. you kind of making me think of that because you know he said God sent him there. And so at that time, that was his purpose to go there. So that time he's been at Jackson State, if you all um, has, has been following. And so now he's moved on to his next purpose. And so though it was kind of short-lived, that was his purpose, you know, for that moment. And so seasons yeah. yeah. and so. And, mm -hmm. and again, I think maybe, too, we might confuse purpose with assignments. Mm -hmm. Like, he was assigned to Jackson State, you know, um, but... 
he still had a purpose while he was there you know what I'm saying so that's again all of that is like ever evolving but for some for me to think of Shaky, what's the reason why you exist why are you here you know and answering that very spiritual question you know what I'm saying like I don't have an answer to that but I know I have a purpose right now to be sitting in this seat talking to you all right now I love it. Yeah, I like that perspective too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a great point because some of us, like, we beat our. Because on my journey to entrepreneurship, I was always thinking, like, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? Always searching, searching, searching. Mm-hmm. But like Shaky said, it's like your purpose is now, here and now. Mm-hmm. If you're not present in the now, then what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So it's not about searching for a purpose. It's what you feel like doing right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great point, Shaky. And I would say leaning into it and not ignoring it, thinking that you can get to it later or you're going to miss out. But when you have that gut feeling, because we all do, go with your gut, lean into it, and stop projecting on the end result and just enjoy the journey. Because mm-hmm. yes. I think that's what yes. causes so much angst and anxiety and depression and all the things. We're thinking about the end result when we don't know what the end result is going to be. Mm-hmm. So just so do the work. <coughs> lean into it I really like what you said about being fully present because that's where the magic happens because we really don't know what's at the end of that that road I heard you say something in what you said you didn't say it it's just that you know how you hear something that anyway I'm just going to ask it how do you um, especially as you being you being a coach especially for high performing women Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um, how do you coach them through getting over procrastination yeah, so honestly, procrastination stems from fear, mm-hmm. right? I'm fearful of it, so I'm going to put it off mm-hmm. until I get to it. Or I don't know what's going to happen, so I'm going to put it off. So whether it's fear, whether it's the the um, the worry of the unknown, but at the end of the day, no one can make you do anything. Mm-hmm. So to get to the root cause of procrastination, you need to really, really figure out what do you want? Because you probably don't want whatever's involved there, and that's why you're procrastinating about it. But we think we want it, and we want we want to do all the glitz and glam and whatever, so that's on the list. But more than likely, if you're procrastinating about it, it's not important to you. And if it is, let's get to the root cause. So to, to dig deep to the root cause, I do something called you 5X the Y. So I'll use procrastination for an example. I don't want to do my work for my business. Why not? I'm tired. Why are you tired? I'm up all night. What are you doing watching TV? Why? Because I never feel like I have me time. Mm. Why don't you feel like you have me time? Because I'm doing things for everybody else. It has nothing to do with procrastination. Mm. You don't feel like you have you time and you're serving everybody else. You're depleted and you're burned out. So we have to get to the root cause because a lot of times, guys, we address the surface issue instead of the core issue. And most times, it's not procrastination. Mm-hmm. That's just a little thing on the table, but it's a lot of other stuff up under mm-hmm. that table mm-hmm. that we haven't got to the um, the function of yet. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's good stuff. Thank you. Can we talk about the difference between purpose and passion? <laughs> yes. Yes. We must. Because I feel um, like, well, as far as for me, it took me a while to realize that it was two different things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs beat themselves up because they get so emotionally attached to their business because it's their passion. Mm-hmm. And even when the business might be a dog, you know, like it's not making no money, they'll, they'll keep pouring resources into the business because it's their passion. So 
Let's talk about it. Passion, purpose. What do y'all think? I think that makes sense. Because growing up, I had a passion for hair. I used to like to do hair. But standing up for hours, I had no purpose doing. Then I had a passion for baking. I mean, I love doing it, but I can't make... It's not sufficient enough for me to make a living. Mm -hmm. So me becoming a nurse, I that was actually passionate because... It stemmed from the passing of my dad at a younger age, which I was really passionate about health and making sure everyone was good. So that that burning feeling inside made me purposeful to go after becoming a nurse. I feel like what we call passion, though, because maybe we need to even go deeper in that, because I think what we call passion is just stuff we like to do for the moment. For the moment. Like, so I, I went to I went to Google, y'all, and my daughter said Google ain't real, but <laughs> passion is about emotions, the motivation of what makes us feel good. Mm-hmm. Do what you love. Purpose is the reason mm-hmm. or the why behind what we do, mm-hmm. primarily for others. Do what contributes. So like passion, feelings, emotions. It do what you makes love. You feel good. Right. Both and I think they're connected. Yeah, both make um, good. And then purpose is the reason. Do I still know the difference? No. Because <laughs> in my opinion, they go together real bad. Yeah, <laughs> right? So, like, I'm passionate about supporting the youth. Is that my purpose? Potentially, that's where I started off in the mental health field, but I've evolved from there. And now I support parents and CEOs and entrepreneurs. Does that still trickle down to the youth? Yes, it's not directly impacting the youth. So, I mean, again, like, these things are just so subjective and so intertwined, but I look at them very, very similar. Um, Now it's bothering me because I don't have an answer for you. So, like, after this, I'm going to be like. (laughs) I think you answered it, though, the fact that it doesn't, like, it's not. uh, It's just all, I don't even, I don't. Again, I don't, I don't, I personally don't think that they're intertwined. I think they're very distinct. Like mm-hmm. My purpose right now is to be here, mm-hmm. right? But I am passionate about doing this thing. I think my purpose is like my purpose in life. Why did God put me on this earth? Wow. That's what I think of when I think of purpose. And the reason why I ask the difference between passion and purpose, and I'm thinking of this in a purely business sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people feel like their business has to be their passion, and it does not have to be. A lot of people miss out on a lot of business. A lot of people miss out on a lot of business opportunities because it's not their passion and it's not sexy. It's not sexy business. You know what I'm saying? So, and then also a lot of people get really emotionally attached to their business because it's their passion. Mm-hmm. And it might be good and it might be bad. Mm-hmm. So just realize that your passion doesn't always have to be the thing that's going to give you the wealth. It could just be, you could, you could start a business and that business could fund your passion. Because for yeah. me, I'm at a point where I'm realizing that I love fitness. I'm going to do it for the rest of my life. But it doesn't have to, I don't think that fitness is going to be the, the thing that gets me the wealth that I want. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm shifting and I had to make that realization and this was like a recent realization like a few months ago I was like, you know what? I love fitness. It's my passion, but 
it's not I don't feel like fitness is my ultimate purpose and I can I can shift from it now without feeling that emotional attachment because I've been like really emotionally attached to my fitness business mm -hmm. for a long time and I didn't want to like I didn't want to do nothing else because I was like I'm so passionate I love all my ladies I love seeing the results and I still do but I had to take my emotion out of the business and think about it in a purely business and building wealth aspect and realize that okay I can still have a love for this whether that be fitness painting um whatever you're cooking but it does not have to it doesn't have to be your sole purpose you can just love to do it and I feel like that's healthy I feel like we all should have like a hobby that's not attached to money I agree um I but I feel like the the attachment conversation is for all things so one of the things i, I made the decision to do um it's a one of my confessions too um i started this journey about two years ago but detaching myself from people places and things so not having an attachment to my business necessarily mm -hmm. or not having an attachment to this person not having an, an attachment to um to a certain place because what that does is opens me up to be able to move about you know a lot easier and be able to shift easily and also when I decided to do that my relationships got better as well because what we tend to do is we attach ourselves in very unhealthy ways to our business to people to places titles. to titles to mm -hmm. all of this where we can't get free or move free because we're so stuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have to say too, like sometimes your purpose don't necessarily have to be a business mm -hmm. because you could run a business but still have a foundation that's truly in your purpose. If it's to take care of kids, go to Africa and things like that. So I don't think purpose is truly intertwined with business. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people... They, they work, they operate in their purpose, mm -hmm. yes. But sometimes, like they just said, you can find a real profitable business and it's only about business. Yes, you care about the business, but that's not your true purpose. Mm -hmm. Right, so. I agree, because some people's purpose may be to care for, you know, their you know, a sibling's child or something like that. So you can find purpose in, you know, in how you find purpose. But for, purpose for me has been when I um had an experience with God and it um the scripture Psalms one eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, I should not die but live and declare the words of the Lord Almighty, for he has chastened me sore, but he has not given me over to death. So when I came upon that scripture in a dire situation, that's when I start asking, What is my purpose in life? What am what am I here to do? And so and in that I found purpose to be able to use my life experiences to be able to uplift, inspire, and coach others, you know, through what is a platform or speaking and things like that. Mm -hmm. Now, my passion is um, decorating. Um, it was at one point I was cleaning because, I, you know, I love just neat, nice decor and stuff like that. And so, but even when I was doing that, I was like, but how am I going to be able to, you know, do the purpose? And so, the purpose was still weighing on me. So, I had to transition into being more intentional with being purposeful in what I found purpose in doing. And it's similar to this, not only myself, but also bringing other people in to share their purpose and things like that on this platform and, you know, many platforms to come that are manifesting. Yes. That's awesome. So, yes. So, um, any, anybody else want to add anything to that? Okay, so now 
what is something that you would like to say to someone, you know, who's at home and, you know, maybe to start just living out their life purpose? We kind of went over some points, but is there anything else you would like to add and also shout your business out and things like that too? Okay, well, first things first is um, if there's anyone out there that is, like you said, want to go towards their purpose, my, th my first thing I'm going to say is just move. Take that first step. And it might seem really scary, but the longer you think about it and wait and wait, the longer the longer it's gonna take for you to get to where you're trying to get to. Whether you wanna to move to a new city, whether you need to leave a relationship, whether you need to put some money down and get a coach. Cause that was that was the thing that was holding me back. I didn't want to get a coach. <laughs> I was like, I ain't paying all this money. But once I did, guess what? Boom. I'm a full-time virtual fitness coach. But I had to invest in that. So take a step and just move. And also get around people. Like get around people who are gonna who are on the same path and can you can under they can understand you. That's why I'm so glad I found this group of women, this group of people, because it put me in a space where I could we could bounce ideas off each other and hearing other people's experiences made me feel a lot better to do what I needed to do for my business. Mm -hmm. uh, but to shout out my business, all right, so if anybody wanna work with me, you can find me uh, at, uh, well, my, my social media is Deja Fit, D-E-J-A-F-I-T, uh, Deja <coughs> Fit on, inst on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. If you wanna work with me, you can go to Fit fitqueenteam.live and uh, my supplements are called hernutrasupplements.com uh, so hernutralife.com we'll definitely have it in the link yeah it'll be down there yeah. somewhere <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay let me go next um, okay I want to speak to and I'm going to look right in the camera too but I want to speak to that woman who is and I'm really speaking to myself, right? Um, of where I was many years ago of the idea of purpose. And I don't know my purpose. This person right here is so talented at what they do. This person is so good at this. Like some people's stuff is just so obvious what it is that they're good at, right? Mm -hmm. But you might be that person where you're like, I don't know, I'm not creative. I'm not this, I'm not that, baby. Just show up. I'm telling you, purpose is right here in this moment. Just show up for a friend that's a purpose. Show up, call a person you haven't talked to in a long time. Show up for yourself. Show up for your kids. Just whatever, but just move. Don't, don't let that get you stuck. Don't let what everybody else is doing get you down. Sis, look in the mirror and just focus on you. That's all I want you to worry about okay mm -hmm. um the other thing shouting out my business so one of the things that i do and i do very well is help people to protect leverage and grow their wealth okay i do that um with insurance products i'm also not only am i um a licensed financial professional but i'm also a real estate agent and investor so i help when i said earlier that i help people um, find their perfect sir. I definitely do that through stocks insurance and real estate So if you're looking to have passive income if you're looking to have a really nice portfolio of, of Assets right you need to call me up 
need to, I, I got your money, right? I got your money. You're looking for money, I got it, and I can help you grow it and protect it. Um, my social media will be in the link, but Auntie Shaky. Yes, and I will talk to the person who is in the comparison um, rate. When you are, when you are on your journey, don't compare yourself to other people, because that person probably was in the trenches for about ten years before you actually saw the fruits of their labor. So don't compare yourself to people thinking that you're not as far as you should be because everyone has their time and where you need to be is right now. And right now is all that counts. Just make those small increment steps towards where you want to go. Um, and I help nurses start their healthcare staffing agencies. So if you're a nurse and you're looking to get in off the floor and being a business owner, Definitely hit me up on IG at She Talks Staffing. Love it. So I would share that I want us to do more of sharing our personal stories. Um, I think a lot of times we don't understand that our stories are not for us and they're for everyone else. And once we share our stories, it literally releases something that we didn't even know we were holding. It's a part of healing. It's a part of doing your inner work. Um, a lot of my clients are learning to share their stories within their business and more than likely your story is already infused on why you're doing what you're doing um why you maneuvered from a relationship or left corporate or went back to corporate so i think we need to humanize our brand more with sharing who we are and our stories because people they don't buy our products they don't buy our services they buy our stories because they're able to see themselves and who we are um, you can connect with me on all things social, Lashana West. I'm a business therapist, so I help you pinpoint all of the inner stuff that is in the way of you getting to the bag. And most of us immediately want to make more money, but you can't make more money and make it sustainable if you're not pinpointing and addressing what the true cause is. Um, you can book a breakthrough call with me just by DMing the word breakthrough on Instagram, Lashana West. Okay, amazing. And thank all of you ladies. Thank, thank you, Deja. You. Thank you, Auntie Shaky. Thank you, Lashana. And thank you, Shira. And so please go and support and follow these ladies and hit them up. You know, if you heard something that they shared, whichever way, however, you know, they can be of assistance to you and just help you get to the next level in your life. And so as always, you know, I love you and thank you for watching the Pink Link. Thank you for just continue to support and please do not forget to like comment share and subscribe to the video hey why not and so um with that being said i also just want to say um what else i want to tell y'all today oh <laughs> well you know you are great in the life that you desire you create and so keep creating and manifesting that life and just stay tapped in and tune in and be present be in the now be present in your purpose and all of those things and Thank you again. Have a great one.